Welcome to the VBAC Home Birth Stories podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Winning. I'm a home birth, free birth guide, fear and mindset coach, podcaster, speaker, women's rights activist, and highly sensitive person. I'm a mother of three girls, and I've had two unplanned and unneeded C-sections with a special scar. I birthed our third 4.5 kilo baby at home in a free birth after not being able to access a home birth midwife. My own journey has sparked a deep passion to support women to find their strength and courage to create the pregnancy, birth and postpartum you desire and deserve. This podcast is for women wanting to learn more about VBATs, especially home births and professionals who want to learn more about how to support VBAC women and families. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello, it's me again, Ashley. I'm feeling really relaxed right now. I've just sat down with my children and we've just done a face mask. We were going to do like a little pampered at home. My toddler is in family daycare and it was just us big girls with my five and a half year old and my seven and a half year old. And it was just really, really nice. This morning we went off and bought our stuff and we got a few treats. We got a few Ferrero shares and I had a little herbal tea and I also got us like a little, like the cheesecake shop has these little sampler sort of cheesecake things at Coles. I don't know if you've seen them. I've never tried them. So I thought, oh, that might be a little bit decadent for us. And we had a nice warm meal for lunch, which was nice. So we spent a couple of hours just being together and putting on a face mask and really just relaxing. I put on some relaxing spa music on the TV and we put our little face masks on. It was the first time they've had them and I don't use them at all. So it was like a new experience for me as well. And um, they really loved it. Like my little one afterwards came up to me and gave me a kiss and she was feeling really happy. And then my other one, she just said she was in paradise, my oldest. She really appreciated the time and she really appreciated being off screens, not running around, just allowing her body the relaxation. And I really enjoyed it too. I felt that I'm really lacking this in my life at the moment. And I wanted to share with you because I know that our lives go in ebbs and flows. And sometimes we're really flowing through life and we're feeling really good and everything's high vibing and nothing can go wrong for us. And there's times where we, you know, dip down and I'm definitely in a dip down at the moment. I'm feeling really low. I'm feeling really tapped out. I'm feeling energetically tapped out. I feel really, really exhausted. I feel like I'm on the verge of a a burnout, essentially. And I've desperately been trying to fix this for a while. And I recently signed up to a mindset challenge to help. I thought maybe that would help but it actually added about two hours of work to my day, (laughs) which was, you know, with what she's recommended that I do. And while it's helpful, I feel like it's a lot of work. And so I'm desperately trying to find something that really fits and suits me. And I just came off the back of a weekend where I spent time with my family and I do love my family, but They have some really unhealthy behaviors that don't align with me and who I am. 
And when I spend time with them, I desperately want to feel loved and I want to fit in. And I just don't feel that way a lot of the time. And that's because I've changed and I've become a different person. And being around people who are so different to us, who have such different values, who maybe are dysfunctional or have very unhealthy behaviours can make us feel like a bit of a fish out of the water. And so I spent the weekend questioning myself a bit, who I am, my values, um, my self-worth. And, you know, there was no malice, man. It's just how it is, essentially. I've tried for years to try to feel safe and comfortable, but there's too many things that have happened. And I decided, you know, it's either you, you cut those relationships off or you have to kind of manage and you have to set up strategies to deal and cope when you're around those people because they don't make you, when I leave, I, I often, not always, but I often leave feeling even more depleted, even like questioning myself and everything I do because everything is misaligned. My parenting style is misaligned, my lifestyle my views on how we treat people, our political views, everything is very much misaligned. And so I'm engulfed around people who um, feel, think, and live a completely different lifestyle and just are different people, almost the complete opposite of who I want to be, which is really challenging. And, And saying that actually sounds pretty insane. Like why would you spend time with people like that, right? But I know a lot of us are, and I don't want to pretend like we're, you know, I'm a perfect human living in a perfect life that has everything magically perfectly set up because that's not reality and it's not reality for most people. I'm a mindset coach and so, you know, a lot of the time I feel really vulnerable sharing these truths with you, this real-life stuff that happens in my world, but I know that they happen in a lot of people's world my clients who I speak to it shows up time and time and time again of course because we're all human we're dealing with complex relationships and situations and we're tied to people by blood or by choice and our worlds are so complex so I'm not surprised that I'm feeling this way I came back I went down there feeling a bit Uh, I had a cold and everything and I was fine for the day or two I was down there. And when I came back, it just came back with a vengeance and, you know, it might've been the cortisol or the adrenaline, you know, going through my veins because I was on edge pretty much the whole time. And then, then I've come back and I'm feeling a lot more relaxed and, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to get you now. The colds come back, but I've been sick a number of times in the last few months. I know a lot of people are getting sick at the moment and I'm not the only one like my children and everyone I speak to seems to get be getting, you know, sick. So I'm just um, being really mindful. I bought a couple of magazines, you know, mindset magazines, wellness magazines, and it dawned on me that I have skipped out on some of my my daily ritual that I was doing at the start of the year or the, you know, mid start of the year that were really helping me set my day out. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do another morning ritual that's going to nourish me. And I'm going to do another nighttime ritual that nourishes me. 
And I'm not really exactly sure what I'm going to do. I've got to kind of think about what fills my cup up because everyone's so unique and individual. Um, It definitely will have some sort of meditation in there, which helps me fall asleep, but that's not really great for me during the daytime. And I want some movement in there as well, because one of my focuses at the moment is wanting to lose some weight. I've got so much weight on since having children, I've put on so much weight um, in postpartum, not through pregnancy. And my focus at the moment is eating nourishing foods, moving my body more and losing weight. That's going to significantly help me. I know I've just signed up to the gym. My gym opens in about 10 days, which is really exciting for me. And I've been starting to walk and move my body a lot more. And I know these things are going to bring a lot of change for me. Um, On the way home, the weekend, we went to the beach and we went to a lookout. And I love the ocean. I love the water. I love nature. I mean, most of us do. I'm looking around at these humans that are there and I'm just looking at my husband and I'm saying to him, people are drawn to the ocean. They're drawn to nature, like mother nature. And we live in this synthetic artificial world where I spend a lot of my time sat behind a computer desk and screen and I have stopped going out and socializing and talking to people. This morning I met my neighbor who's lived across from me for about six months and it was through my children. But I've noticed that I've closed myself off to social interactions with humans a lot of the time outside and I think that I definitely crave social connections a lot more. So one of the things that I want to do is open myself up to new friendships and new experiences and getting out the house a bit more. I convince myself that I'm a homebody, but I actually think that I thrive with being with people as an extroverted person. I think that I'm going to open myself up to be vulnerable because it's really hard sometimes as a highly sensitive person to be vulnerable, but I think about the amazing benefits it's going to give me. And being down at the ocean the other day and looking out at the ocean and smelling the sea breeze on my body and, oh, it was heaven on earth. It was just magnificent. If you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen some of the photos um, on my stories. I share a lot of photos and and my real life day-to-day stuff in the story so if you're not already come and follow me because then you can see things that I don't share on my feed or anything like that but um it was just it made me realize that I don't get out enough in nature and I don't do things so I found a local um group women's wellness group that actually meets up and they go for like walks in nature, coffee, chats, you know, with all different age groups. And it's so close and local to me that I'm going to make it a priority to do that for myself. I tend to spend a lot of time being busy and doing things like working. So either working here or working at home. I homeschool my kids too. I live a very busy life. I have three children. I work and you know, I run a household and I have all of that mind clutter going on. I know as mums, we take on so much emotional mind clutter and we're constantly thinking and worrying about all the things we have to do for our children and our husband or our partner. 
the shopping every week and the, the bills and, you know, life can be very chaotic and overwhelming sometimes. And so it's about, for me, I think slowing down and really doing a lot more for me and filling my cup up. So I'm going to, we have every Wednesday, my toddler goes off to family daycare and my daughters and I, we have what's called mum's, what do we call it? Mum's girls day, we call it. So every Wednesday we have girls day and then the kids can choose whatever they want to do. Sometimes we do arts and crafts because the toddler's not here creating chaos. We can relax and do things. So we're going to add in this pamper part to our day every Wednesday, which is going to be amazing. And we also have um, another activity where we meet up with other people on Wednesdays too that we've just started going to, which is exciting for the kids. But I definitely need to fill myself up. So I'm going to try and sneak out tonight when my husband gets home and go to one of those floating tanks where you've got magnesium salts in the water and 45 minutes of just peace and quiet. I mean, it sounds like heaven, honestly. My kids are so loud and noisy and having a toddler in the mix, she just, my older girls are fine most of the time, but it's my toddler who is really, I'm really struggling with. She's so high energy. She needs constant supervision. She needs constant attention. She constantly needs me. I'm still breastfeeding her and she is really wearing me down. And, you know, you get to a point in your life like, where she'll be like three and a half, four years old and life will feel so much easier. Things will come together a lot easier. So it's really just recognizing the stage of life that I'm at with my children and the the choices that I make every day. And I would like you to reflect on your life and think about some of the things that are way too hard that you can outsource. So We have a cleaner that comes fortnightly. We still have to clean, like tidy. The hardest stuff really is tidying because you still have to clean up after your baby or your toddler or your kids every single day, every single feed, every single, you know, you're still going to clean all that up. You're still going to do your washing. You're still going to do the dishes every day. You've still got to have a shower or bath the kids. Still got to make their food. You're still going to do the food shopping. You've still got to pay the bills. You've still got all these other things. So think about what your budget allows and what you can outsource. For me, it is definitely having a cleaner come every fortnight to just do a bit of a deep clean for us. And then, you know, on the off week, we can do a mopping as needing or, you know, vacuuming or whatever it needs to be done. But it's nice to have somebody come through and help a little bit. And you know, my daughters, even though they're homeschooled on a Tuesday when I work, they go off to like a homeschool co-op day, which is really great. And as my business grows and the more clients I get and the more money I have, I will be able to afford to put them in for another day, which is a really good balance for us as a family. It's good for my mental health. And it also means they can have fun when I'm working on Thursdays because Thursday is my work day as well which really leaves us for, you know, three days in the week on Monday to Friday for us to chart and plan our day. And so really when I think about it like that, of course there's enough time in the day for me to be able to 
fit in other things that are nourishing or helpful for me. And if that means getting up a little bit earlier to do some of those things or going out when my husband gets home, either walking or, you know, going to this um, space where I can have a floating experience. I've never done this before. So everyone reckons it's really amazing. So I'm hoping it's really nice. I think just having the peace and quiet is going to be really nice. I went out last night in my car and I was, I just watched TV for like half an hour just to get my mental health in check because I was really starting to lose it. And it was really helpful for me. I know that we all have moments in our lives where we need a break and we feel really defeated and we feel really deflated. And I know pregnancy and motherhood is one of those times. So I wanted to share this with you. Do you need to create a morning, new morning ritual or a new night ritual? What are you currently doing at the moment for self-care? Are you, do you have any rituals for yourself? Are you doing anything for yourself? Do you have mindset chatter that is um, floating around telling you things that aren't true about yourself that are making you feel grumpy or you're feeling that are taking over your mindset a little bit about who you are. Um, what self-love rituals or things have you got for yourself? And boundaries are another thing to really consider. As I mentioned, it's really important to have boundaries with people, especially when you're pregnant and you're planning a home birth. You really want to have all of those things in check for yourself. I mean, you want to have all of those things in check anyways, just for being a human, but when you're vulnerable as a mother and you're pregnant and you're not at your highest strength and when you've got children who depend on you and you have a new baby or you're heavily pregnant, life can be really challenging. And so having some of these things and really thinking about them and having them set up is going to help you feel more calm, more positive during your pregnancy and then when it comes time to giving birth to your baby in your home birth, you're going to have the boundaries in place so that you only invite the right people into your space, people who are healthy, helpful, and make you feel the best you very can. You don't want to invite people into your space who are toxic, who make you feel small, who question what you're doing, who you would love for them to be there. And I was having a conversation with one of my clients the other day. She really, really loved wanting her mother to be there. And it was a matter of, you know, let's explore what's really making you feel a little bit unsettled about your mom being there. And is it a matter of you really want that person to be there, but maybe they're not going to be the, the best help or support and you're trying to force something or is there something else that needs to be explored and unpacked? So I really invite you to think about, are you inviting those people into your space because it's a gift for them? Are you inviting them into your space because you feel like you owe them? Are you inviting them into your space because you wish they could be a different person and you hope that on the day they're going to be a different person, like the magical mother that you always wish you had, or, you know, the amazing supportive sister that you wish you had that, you know, isn't really happening. I wouldn't use my home birth and I highly suggest that you don't use your home birth as a tool to try to get 
you know, make something happen. And sometimes it see subconscious, we don't even, un, we don't even understand why we're doing that, but we know intuitively that they're probably not going to show up for us in the way that we need them to. And if you have an in, intuitive feeling that the people you've invited just makes you feel sick in the stomach, like there's something there, or you're questioning whether it's the right choice, then I would say that's a really big red flag. And that needs some really deep exploring. Because if you have a red flag like that popping up, that person probably shouldn't be at your home birth. This is a once in a lifetime experience and opportunity for you to have your V back home birth. The last thing you want to do is have someone disturb it, someone make you feel uncomfortable, or you just get that icky feeling and you feel like you owe them. Self-care and self-love are two separate things. And, you know, I talk about them interchangeably, but self-care you need to think about a self-care ritual and a self-love ritual. And there's so many resources on the internet. And eventually I may have done an episode on this or I will do an episode on this. Welcome to the VBAC Home Birth Stories podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Winning. I'm a home birth, free birth guide, fear and mindset coach, podcaster, speaker, women's rights activist and highly sensitive person. I'm a mother of three girls and I've had two unplanned and unneeded C-sections with a special scar. I birthed our third 4.5 kilo baby at home in a free birth after not being able to access a home birth midwife. My own journey has sparked a deep passion to support women to find their strength and courage to create the pregnancy, birth and postpartum you desire and deserve. This podcast is for women wanting to learn more about VBATs, especially home births, and professionals who want to learn more about how to support VBAC women and families. I hope you enjoy this podcast. And the other one is mindset chatter. You know, if you've got fears coming up, if you've got stories coming up telling you things that aren't true about you, or things that, you know, have been told from your childhood or things that are just there, really make sure that you pay attention to those and, you know, pull apart the fears and the truths and you don't have to listen to anything you don't want to. And so some really good tools to help with that is to do some meditation or do some journaling and really allow those fears and those feelings to kind of come out so I think I've just, I really wanted to share where I was at in my experience and my motherhood journey and just let you know that, you know, if you're feeling amazing right now, that is amazing. And I'm so happy for you. If you are feeling low, alone, lonely, isolated, angry, enraged, fearful, scared, or anything like that, then please do take on some of what I've said today and look at your life and see how you can make some positive changes for you and really look after yourself and nourish yourself. If you would like to talk more about this, if you're struggling and you would like some support, please do reach out to me. I'm here to support you. I've been through this journey before. I'm here sharing my truths. I'm being vulnerable and honest and you will be safe with me. Everything is private out you know, it's non-judgmental support. And I really just want you to feel the best you possibly can. I want you to feel as powerful and supported as you can through this journey because you deserve that. 
whether it's supported from me or supported from your friends or supported by another professional, you deserve to have everything in your life that you want and only you can create that for yourself. You have to have a voice to create it for yourself and go and make that experience that you really want. So I really do urge you and encourage you because I know sometimes we don't allow ourselves the support because we feel like we're burdening somebody else or we feel like we're not worthy or we're not worth it. And I know myself, I haven't, I don't want to wait space spend or waste money on myself because that should be for the family. And I realized that I am the family, like I am the glue and I am the thing that hold this, holds this family together. I'm a homeschooling mom. I am a primary caregiver. I am my partner to my wife. Uh, I'm a wife. I'm not a partner to my wife. I've got a husband. I am a partner and a wife to my husband. And I keep this whole ship going. Like I am the one that keeps my children emotionally and physically safe and the whole, everything in this house and everything. And I'm sure that you as the mother probably are in that situation too. And I know that often we feel like we're not worth it or we don't deserve something. So really do acknowledge that and realize that you are worth it. You are worth investing time and money, time away from family if that's what you need and money if you need to spend money to get support or if you need to work on your mindset or you need something, you know, whatever it is sit with that and let me know if you have listened to this podcast episode, let me know if it resonated with you. Tell me if you've ever felt like how I'm feeling or if you are having an awesome time right now and share with your tips, what you're finding are amazing. Um, I would love to hear from you. I hope this episode has really helped you and I look forward to bringing you another one soon. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the VBAC Home Birth Stories podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take another step forward in your VBAC Home Birth journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps me get this message out to more women just like us. Want to follow along and get freebies and offerings? Find me on Instagram, Ashley L. Winning, and send me a DM to say hi. And come and join our safe group on Facebook. Just search VBAC Home Birth Support Group. Until next time, keep shining beautiful.